It's time. It's time. Passcode accepted. Downloading the downside of IT Everybody, glad to have you with me. This is the Down South IT Podcast. My name is Clark. Coming at you from the heart of Cajun country, way down south where it apparently still does get cold eventually. Not very cold, but still a little bit. So, And of course, it's the best time because it comes right at Halloween. What's the best time to be cold? You want to be cold for Halloween. It has to be. That's just the way it is. It's more fun when you freeze your butt off. So before I get started, enjoy your trick-or-treating tonight. Be safe. All that jazz, but have a good time. And while I got a second, I do want to remind you to head over to the website, downsouthitpodcast.com. You can find all kinds of stuff over there, build guides, reviews, my Defender newsletter that focuses more on security and different things along that line. You'll get the show prep from each episode, so you'll be able to follow along and have any links or anything like that that I use while I'm actually recording my podcast. So you can find all of that. That's right under the embedded player. You'll find the show prep link. And while you're there, you can also look up and look up my code for Upside. Upside will help you save some money while you're getting the things that you normally get, including gas, going out to eat at restaurants, that sort of thing. You get cash or, well, you get cash back, but you get either uh, cash back per gallon or you get a percentage of the bill back. Just depends on what you got to, what place you go to. So it just depends. And if you use my code, you'll get a bonus offer and then it'll help me out also. So we both win. So if you want to hit that up, look for the link on the homepage, or you can just go to downsouthitpodcast.com forward slash upside and you can get it right there. So today I'm going to be talking about pass keys. This is something new that has been coming out and they've gotten a lot of big tech companies that have started using these. It's supposedly going to take over for your normal password whenever you log into a site or use an app or something like that. It's supposedly going to start taking over for that. I don't think that's going to happen mainly because of so many legacy systems and everything else that that are going that are still around. Now granted, I do think that this is going to start creeping into the lexicon a little bit and start making its way through as possibly a login method that some people will use. It'll be a while before companies actually start requiring you to use something like this. So it it's going to be kind of one of those slow phase in things I think is what it's going to end up being. And altogether, it may not replace your password right now. They want it to, but I don't think it actually will just for the simple fact of they may use this as like a separate form of authentication. I think that's kind of where it, I think personally it's going to end up going. I don't think it's going to be an all out password replacement. So it's, 
something different. And I, like I say, I think it may end up being used a lot, but I really don't think it's going to take over for passwords just yet. Or if it does, it's going to be it's going to be a little while. So you don't have to go ahead and get rid of your password or change stuff and all of that kind of thing just yet. But basically what a passkey is, passkey is a digital credential and it's tied to your user account, be it a website, an app, anything like that. It's tied between you and that app and the passkey will allow users to authenticate without having to enter a username or password or provide anything other than that for authentication. That part kind of bothers me and I'm going to get into that a little bit later. So basically what ends up happening is when you create a passkey for an app, say you get one and you create one for your email. When you create it, it creates two separate keys. One is going to be your public key, which stays on the servers for your email. The other one is going to be tied directly to your device. So whether it's an iPad, whether it's your phone, something along that, you know, whatever device you happen to use and set it up on, that's the one that is going to, you're going to need every time you log into that account now, which again is something else that I'm kind of annoyed with, but I'll get to that in a little while. So you have two, two keys and they're in two separate places. Both keys are going to be encrypted. So the public key that's on the email side and the private key that is on your device is also encrypted. And basically what it does is it creates a, a hash. So it'll just kind of a sum of numbers that represents the actual key and compares that to the public key. And for anything to happen and for those two to actually be accepted, you have to put in either unlock your phone you have to then that could be whether it's a face id whether it's doing your fingerprint for a biometric you know uh, entry into your phone that could be just a simple you know if they have the the dots where you have to you know draw a shape or something like that anything that could be considered a private personal identifier could be used with a passkey to log you into whatever you need to log into. Now, by now, a lot of people still use second factor authentication or two factor authentication whenever they're logging into something, especially, you know, something sensitive like your bank or something like that. You might not do it for every website, but there are a lot that you can. And that's somewhat the norm now is to have some type of authentication or use an authenticator app to be able to log in like Microsoft Authenticator or Google Authenticator, something like that. There's several different ones that you could you could get and, you know, use and set up. So it just kind of depends on what that is. And it's either going to be that or having them text you a code or something like that. So that way there's at least an extra step in between you putting your password in and making sure that you are who you say you are. The difference with a passkey is going to be it's you're not going to have any of that. You're not going to have an authenticator app that you have to go check. You're not going to have to go look for some random pin number or they're not going to send you an S uh, text message or anything like that with a code. Everything is going to be based on the actions of unlocking your device. So it's 
going to be basically like having an authenticator app, but it's tied directly to your device and without the middleman of an actual authenticator app. I think I'd actually even mentioned something about passkeys sometime last year, whenever a lot of these companies started working on it and kind of getting it. And for some reason, they all jumped on it really, really fast, which was odd. Normally, when one company does something, they kind of, you know, they'll kind of do what they do and then somebody else will adopt it and then they that waits a little while and somebody else will adopt it a little bit later and then it you know by the time three or four of them do it it's pretty much the norm and then the rest of them will kind of follow suit that's normally how that that kind of thing works especially with something this new so it's a little bit different story because now that they're starting to implement it they've had a bunch of companies the big the big ones the really big ones started doing it all at the same time. And I find that kind of odd. That's just, it, that's not how normally how stuff like this works. And right now it's Google, it's Apple, it's Amazon, Microsoft, and they got a lot of other larger websites that are doing it as well, which again, that's all of these companies taking the initiative and doing all this at one time, especially Google and Apple doing something together and actually agreeing on something that is highly irregular, especially with everything, you know, that they're, they're trying to get market share. They're trying to do all of this stuff. So just the fact that they're doing all of this and everybody kind of agrees on it, that kind of makes, you know, that kind of sends my flag up a little bit. I don't know what it is. It's just, it's, it's very odd. That's not normally how these companies work. So running through this, there are a few things that I actually do like about the idea of a passkey. The process is a lot more streamlined than having to wait for somebody to send you a code, which sometimes never shows up or it shows up an hour later, which is disgusting. Stuff like that. It's it. You don't have to go to a separate app and have to deal with anything like that, pulling codes and transposing you know numbers and it never lets you log in some kind of weird thing like that so you don't have to deal with that anymore so it in that sense it's going to be a lot more streamlined and it should get you to log in a lot faster the other good thing is going to be biometrics even if somebody's you know steals your phone or something like that they still can't log in because they don't have your thumbprint they don't have your face id you know that kind of thing so biometric stuff is very difficult very, very difficult or almost even impossible to fake. So in that sense, it's, you know, it's a lot more secure. And the other good thing is you won't have to remember passwords anymore. And if you happen to use a password manager like I do, then you don't want to have to worry about somebody hacking their database, even though most of them, their databases are encrypted. They do have parts of those databases that are not so it does kind of depend. That's the same thing that happened with uh, LastPass not long ago. Well, last year when they got hacked, they still really haven't recovered from that. And it was mainly because, you know, the hackers got all the information. Now, granted, most of the actual passwords and stuff like that were encrypted or at least hashed to where they couldn't they couldn't just outright take the passwords and stuff. But with enough time, anybody can re engineer and reverse engineer a hash or something like that to recover a password. It just takes time. 
Now, granted, the hacker that actually did it and and leaked the information, they're not going to be the one to do that. Whoever bought it is going to be the one that's going to take the time and do all of that. So all in all, there are some benefits to using a passkey, but there's some things I don't like about it either. First up, it has to be set up on a separate device, which you could lose. How many times do you lose a phone? I mean, granted, you probably don't lose it for terribly long, but sometimes you do actually lose it. You drop it in a toilet. You drop it in a puddle. Your phone's out of commission. So whenever that happens, what do you do? If you can't, if you need that to actually log into something, then you're SOL. So something like that is going to be kind of not, I wouldn't call it a deal breaker for most people, but Whenever it happens and you either lose or break your device and you can't get to whatever you need to get to, then you're going to be in a lot worse position than you should be if you can just put in a password. To go along with a similar parallel of you losing your phone, phones get stolen, iPads get stolen, stuff like that gets taken all the time. And that ties into if you don't have it, you can't log in. So something along that line is that's kind of a, a funky thing to have to deal with on top of everything else. Now, the next two things that I've got written down as dislikes, again, you can find find this on the website, downsouthitpodcast.com. Click on the show prep link under the embedded player on the homepage. Just scroll down just a touch, you'll find it. These two are just more opinion pieces than anything. It's not necessarily things that actually could happen, but it's my personal opinion. I actually prefer that kind of middleman approach, not necessarily, you know, actually having to go through an authenticator app. I don't mind using something like Microsoft authenticator or Google authenticator, something like that. That part really doesn't bother me very much simply because once you make the request on whatever website it is, you know that the request that they're sending you is encrypted. So they're going to send it just to you. And you know, the, that communication is encrypted. That part I actually like. So with the pass key, I, I'm really not sure exactly how, you know, how the communications part of it works. So that kind of ties in with the last thing is I'm very hesitant to try stuff like this when it's so new. I'll try new devices all the time. That doesn't bother me. I'll, you know, new phones, new iPads, laptops, tablets, whatever, whatever it happens to be, you know, music gear, anything. I'll, you know, that kind of stuff, hardware wise, I'm perfectly fine trying something new, doing something different. doesn't bother me a bit, but whenever you have something like this, that's kind of new, but I'm really not a hundred percent sure of how it works and how all the communication is handled. That makes me a little bit leery to kind of want to try it. Now I'm not saying that anything is wrong with using these kind of things, just personally, I don't like to jump into stuff like that, especially when it comes to logins and security. Once stuff like this has been out for maybe a year and they kind of shake the kinks out and stuff like that, then I'll kind of start looking into it a little more. But when they first start doing stuff like this, I'm not terribly confident in it. So that's kind of one of those just personal quirks of mine. I say you may do it and love it. That's your personal choice. I don't, you know, I'm not going to degrade it or anything like that. That's how you want to do it. Go for it. Everybody's different. That's the good thing about it. You can do, there's 
500 different ways to do the exact same thing. So it's always a, a it's always something new on the horizon. It's always something do to do something changing. That's why I love it stuff. It, that kind of thing just, uh, it's, it's very fun to me. So now that you have a little bit of background on pass keys, what they are and that kind of thing, whenever you get the prompt from Apple or Google or Microsoft, are you going to set one up yourself? Because if you haven't seen that prompt come up yet, I guarantee you it's coming. So I'll go ahead and end it here. Thank you all for tuning in. I do appreciate every single one of you. We'll end it like I always do. A paraphrase from Albert Hubbard. Technology can replace the work of many people, but it could never replace the work of one extraordinary person. So go out and be extraordinary today. Thank you all for listening. I appreciate you. I'll see you right back here on the next episode of the Down South IT Podcast. I love you. See you next time. Later. Later.